Hey guys, welcome to this catch up. It's thanks to Prezi. Prezi lets you send digital gift cards from major retailers instantly in just seconds. If you buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au, you could win a $250 gift card. Permit number LTPM1601177. Okay, there we go. Feedback. This is Ugly Phil. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. So I was reading in the paper over the weekend that more and more people are becoming disillusioned with flatmates, especially the ones that, you know, you see advertised in the newspaper. You know, trying to get a flatmate with someone you don't know has become somewhat of a problem, which is a bit of a surprise to me. I mean, I never really had a drama myself. Hello. I saw your uh, ad on the website, and you're looking for a flatmate in that, yeah? Yep, that's right. Can you tell me a bit about the place? Uh, yeah, well, it's a three-bedroom house, one bathroom. We're going to share the bills. Yeah. Uh, it's a four-minute walk to the bus stop. Yeah. Um, we've got Wi-Fi internet here. Um, there we've got good deck, barbecue, polished timber floors. Sounds wicked. A, Sick. Yeah, got a, Sick, mate. We've got a cleaner that comes once a fortnight. So it's you and, and, uh, and who else? Uh, just a mate. Another guy. Oh, there's no Sheila's there then? No, no, there's not. You're not a f***er, are you? Uh, no, I'm not. Right. No. Do you have chicks coming over? Um, yeah, sometimes, I guess. Sounds all right, mate. I'm very interested. Yeah, okay, cool. Can you tell me a bit about you? Uh, yeah, my name's Nick. Yep. What do you do for a crust, Nick? Nothing at the moment, mate. Right, okay, because, um, so would you be able to pay the rent? Because it's, it's $225 a week. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I can, mate. Don't worry about that. It's, uh, right. Um, so what, what kind of work do you do? Oh, mate, you know, odds and sods, import, export sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, have you got any references or where did you live before? Recently? Yep. Uh, I've been in jail, mate. But uh, I'm out now, but, you know, they can verify that I was a good bloke, eh? Right, yep. Okay. Um, okay, well... Um, Got a dog. Pitbull. Ah, uh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, right. Is that all right? He won't bite you or nothing. He bit a bloke once, but he was teasing him. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, we don't really have dog. It's not really uh, a dog. Can you hang on a sec, mate? I find it hard to concentrate. Hang on. <laughs> uh, listen, mate. Um, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go. Um, yeah. You want me to call uh, back? No. Look, it's cool, mate. Well, I reckon we, we've actually got quite a few people that have been interested. Yeah, so, I, um, I want me to leave my number or something. No, that's all right. I think we've got someone for the place. Thanks, anyway. Oh man, is it Christmas yet? Seriously, it's just that long, hard slog to. The days that maybe you're going to have off. I don't know if you've got any time off, but it's that kind of period where you just you just feel like you're running on empty. Although, Alex is here from thebigsmoke.com.au. It's the period, I believe, where people have Christmas-only relationships. Is that right? Well, apparently, and this is a legitimate thing that's going on, where couples get together only for the purpose of having a partner at Christmas. Is it got anything to do with the staff Christmas party at all? And the presents. Right, okay. And it 
has a lot to do with the fact that people are actually hiring people to come to family functions. This actually is that called a prostitute? It's sort of a prostitute, but yeah. without the fun bits. <laughs> in China, there's actually companies where you can hire a partner for a wedding or Christmas or Thanksgiving or a bar mitzvah. I don't know how many bar mitzvahs happen in China. No, but you know, it's one of those things that people are actually paying big money for. And then the flip side to that is people are actually breaking up just before Christmas, so they don't have to buy gifts. I've heard of that being done. But so if you want to get somebody to buy you a present at Christmas, so you're getting into a Christmas relationship, how far into December would it have to start? Or would it have to start in mid-November? I think if you get together... Because that's a big commitment. I know. If you get together just at December, you should just get them like one of those cheap $2 mugs filled with lollies. Yeah. And then anything else above November, you have to spend significant money on. Now, I don't want to be deemed as being sexist here. But is it possible that this is more of a female thing than a male thing? Well, you would think so, and you'd be right. Okay. Because a lot of women are doing that. And there's even movies about it. Movies are actually, like, making movies where people are hiring wedding guests. You know, you see all those movies. I was actually dumped on Boxing Day one year. Really? On Christmas, yeah. I gave him really expensive gifts. He spent the day with my family, and then Boxing Day, I never heard from him again. He ghosted me. Did he buy you a present? Yeah, he really good one. Well, at least you got something out of it. confusing. Why are you so confused and unhappy? You got something out of it. I was like, do I give this back? No. No, I didn't. I asked for my stuff back. Start the New Year's Eve with a bang, not a whimper, right? Yeah, exactly. So I wonder what, again, the percentages of people that start relationships around Christmas time. Well, we actually had a girl talk to us and she wrote an article about why she did it. Yeah. And she actually said that she really is sick and tired of people asking her why she's still single. Yep. And so she organised for a friend of hers from work who doesn't have a big family to pretend to be her boyfriend. Right. And they're just literally doing it for Christmas, Christmas Eve and New Year's. And then come January, it's over. Good to see you. Bigsmoke.com.au. Thank you. Sammy X, what's going on? Kid Rock is what's going on. He is making headlines today for a range of pro-Trump merchandise that he is selling on his website. Is he making it himself or is he just buying it and then selling it he's on? just selling it. I don't believe he's actually stitching it together. Well, I'd like to see him stitch a nice hat together and then sell it just buying stuff from a souvenir shop and passing it off as Kid Rock merchandise. Well, t-shirts are available to purchase from kidrock.com featuring such slogans as God, Guns and Trump and they retail for about 25 US dollars. I think I had that for lunch. There is also caps for sale with the slogan Make America Badass Again. Do you know what I thought you said for a second there? That he had cats for sale. I was like, we're selling kittens? That could be something I could get. Kid Rock had previously been seen wearing a pro-Donald Trump t-shirt but it was reportedly a photoshopped image and he had never actually worn the t-shirt. Right. However, he decided to cash in on the hoax, taking to Facebook to address the sales of the shirts by saying, due to overwhelming demand, we decided to go ahead and actually make this. By the way, if anybody wants some good t-shirts, go to therubberroom.com. We're selling Make Hillary Great Again t-shirts. People can get those there. Don't get people to go to therubberroom.com because God knows what that oh, yeah, is. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Shall we see what's behind the window of December 5 for the next song? Yes! Of course we should. We'd be crazy if we didn't. Oh, here it is! It's Wing! It's Wing! You better watch out. You better not fly. You better not fly. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. 
Merry Christmas, everyone. He's making a list and checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. Wing, that was just beautiful. Rubber Room Advent Calendar. Mr. Appropriate? I've got a baby animal. It's a well-hydrated beaver. It's the baby animals on the rubber room. Never Happy anniversary, baby. Happy anniversary, baby. I got, got you, you on my mind. Oh, I, did the, I did the high bit. Hi. 25 years, eh? Where did that go? 25 years. Looking for the chance. I'll tell you how to feel. feel. Maybe, Maybe get, get a, a second, second chance. Living next door to Alice. Is there a song involved in every step of the journey of baby animals? Because they could be. It's what we do, sitting in buses for yeah. hours on end, just everything, every line turns into a song. Well, what a song, though. And, you know, back in the day, um, you weren't a big fan of this particular track. I'm led to believe you didn't even want it on the album. I didn't, actually. It's true. Apparently, everyone's heard this now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're never going to get it. a job on really? the X Factor, are no, you? No, no. Yeah, right. I'm very upset about that. Yeah, I can imagine. Boo-hoo. Never going to help a 12-year-old. Year old, you know, lose all their money, but never yeah. mind. Oh, so well. let's talk about. I know you've probably told this story a thousand times, but what was it about the song that you didn't like? Well, originally I wrote it when I was still living in London, and it was a real. It just was so so cheesy and country, and sort of still is, I guess. <laughs> but it was just. I think it'd been hanging around for a while, so by the time we came to record it, it, it was sort of old to me, and I just felt it was just one. Of, it just wasn't my favorite track. Wow. Yeah, and but then I remember saying to Mike Chapman, you know, I really don't want this, this song on record. And he said, yeah, Chrissy Hine never wanted Brass in Pocket on that record, so wow. just leave it on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and it ended up being our biggest single. And so. if you're going to quote anybody and somebody that you would revere, you know, Chrissy said it's cool, fine with me I mean, then in that she, case, you know. Yeah, I was all right with it. And it ended up, it did end up being our biggest single, so... I'm really glad it was on there now. Now I love it, and I'm ha- I love playing it. Dave said he thought it sounded a bit like at the time uh, "Brimful of Asher" by Cornerstone. I've never actually done the sort of two side by side before. Right, it's got the same kind of tempo, hasn't it? I don't know. I, maybe if I, I'll just see if I can find it. Oh yeah. One letter, one letter, one line. And I, oh Lord, better if I sing it in a different key. It's almost identical. Maybe, actually, they probably owe you money. I think they owe us. Although, never been used in a commercial, and that surprised me, because, I, I mean, know. if ever it lends itself to One the possibility... One cup in a tub of hot water... Hello, two-minute noodles! could be so much brighter... Than that... Or one word, Nike, because it's synonymous with one word. You, you know, like one word products. Get on the phone. Hello, who do you want me to ring? Harry and Miller? Call everybody. I'll ring everybody. <laughs> there you go. Let's call anyone. Guys, thanks for joining us on this catch up. It's thanks to Prezi Digital Gift Cards. This will become your festive season lifesaver. It makes it easy to buy for everyone on your list. So with Prezi. What you do, you buy a digital gift card. Major retailers are all there. Meyer, David Jones, JB Hi-Fi and more. So with these digital gift cards, you can have them sent instantly straight to your friend's phone or you can have them scheduled for later on. Great idea. So when you buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au, you might win yourself an extra gift card worth $250, 10 of those to give away. Digitalgiftcards.com.au, permit number LTPM 160 
the baby animals. About to go out in the one world, uh, one word rather, 2017 tour. May as well be one world. You've got so many dates here. Yeah, I looked at uh, a press schedule today and it was so long. And I'm thinking, why is it there's so much press going on? And I and then I realised it was from October. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I was looking at it thinking that it was all this week. Yeah. You know, yeah, come on in. Yeah, Come, come in, Daz. Come in. Yeah, doesn't we? It's Dario from your band. I, we wandered off. He wants to come back in. Are you going to be long? No. no. Oh, we're nearly talk, finished. We'll talk as long as we'd like, yeah, yeah. Dario. Yeah. Just I just got a gig to go to. It's only bloody John Stevens. Don't worry no, about he it. He can wait. Well, that's good. You're here in time to promote the gigs that you, I know that you are definitely doing. Now, Rudy mm-hmm. Hill RSL is still happening, right? The good old root. root yeah, yeah. Dunning, Rudy Tootie Hill. Hill. We did the last show at the Triple M when the guy that won the house last week. Oh, well, you're synonymous with winning. When I think of you, I think of winning. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. why. That's why we, we hang around Triple M. Yeah, that's it. You know, let... We want to win something. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, you get yourself Coldplay you. tickets. <laughs> uh, and then you play in the Metro, which is nice, with Dallas Crane as well. Great yeah. band too, yeah, by great. the way. Yeah, I love seeing new bands that blow me away. Yeah. And I'm always just, we always try and get bands on that open for us that are, you know, up and coming and I, I just I love looking in their eyes and just yeah. <laughs> they don't know what's ahead of them do yeah, they the enthusiasm, so yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. baby you know and then you want to give them advice Yeah, I always take them to the side and then whether they take any of it or not I even know. if they don't ask but I think yeah, I know a couple it. of things now <laughs> they don't have to ask but see that's the dichotomy you see in fear in their eyes and want to nurture them male musicians see fear in their eyes and go yeah they want to take them up deal, the, with, you know, it. Yeah, deal <laughs> with it deal with it hope it hurts <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. how you learn you want to be disappointed come in my house and look at my diary mate yeah. <laughs> and then come upstairs <laughs> yeah. I'll show you my etching well thank you very much it's terrific to see you you know I don't have an ugly Phil baby animals ID after all this time so right. I think maybe today might be the day hi this is Susie from baby animals and you're listening to my favourite DJ ugly Phil Triple M. <laughs> hey, Phil, play Misty for me. <laughs> Thank you. Other gigs coming up. You can see Baby Animals Corner Hotel, Melbourne, February 24, March 17 at the Tivoli next year in Brisbane. Thank you. You're listening to the Rubber Room Podcast. You can listen to us weeknights, 7 to 10 p.m. on Triple M. More goss with uh, Sammy X. We all thought it was a little bit odd when Beyonce was nominated for a Grammy Award for the best rock performance, and we weren't the only ones. Disturbed frontman David Draymond was asked about his nomination in the category, claiming he has mad respect for all the artists up for the award. Mad respect? What's he turned into Kanye West now? I I thought it was more like the Stone Roses or that kind of thing. Mad oh, flips. I see, like Manchester Mad. Yeah, Mad oh, yeah, Mad for it. When asked if it was strange being nominated in the same category as Beyonce, David said, I think the reason you ask the question is because it is. It definitely stands out. He went on to suggest that by having Disturbed and Beyonce in the same category, something has gone wrong and said, Not taking anything away from her whatsoever, we're just very different from each other. He hopes, however, that the winner of the category is none other than David Bowie. Hey, what's up? This is David from Disturbed with Ugly Phil in the rubber room on Triple M. Hello, Rob. Hello, this is the uh, Army Surplus Store. It is, yeah. Yeah, I came in the other day looking for camouflage trousers. Right. But I couldn't find them. Right. And I also looked for a camouflage jacket. You couldn't find that either? No. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Camouflage. <laughs> Who's this? I'm going now. Uh, is this working? <laughs> Testy, testies. <laughs> testies. This is ugly, Phil. Now, if you remember, about a couple of weeks ago, I played a little bit of a chat I had with Steve Tyler from Aerosmith at the Brit Awards in the UK. 
and we were in the middle of having a chat and a fairly attractive young lady asked him a question and he turned into the lounge lizard. Well, this is part one of the question. Is Steve Tyler the sleaziest guy on earth? Here's the first part. I, I'm so surprised that it hasn't influenced more, to be honest yeah. with you. I'm so surprised that more people haven't grabbed a couple songs and ran with it, but uh, no, it's always an honor. Yeah. You know, and then this is for a good cause, you know. Yeah. The money's going for good stuff. Hi. Hi. How are you feeling being the Brits? So I'm not really sure what exactly he's doing there. It seemed to be something with his tongue, though. So. So I thought maybe that was a one-off, Sammy X. I thought, well, I'd give the guy the benefit of the doubt. You know, I mean, yeah. I did see an attractive lady, and let's face it, what man hasn't seen an attractive lady and gone, <laughs> <laughs> My cat does it all the time. There you go, and it's a male, so there's your proof. However, then I stumbled across this. Steve Tyler talking about how he wrote Love in an Elevator, and I'm now convinced that I was right that, yes, in fact, he is the sleaziest guy alive. You know, I was with these group of women. We were in a hot tub, of course, and I figured that the discussion had been long enough and we had to move it up to my bedroom. So we got in the elevator, scantily clad, I might add. Uh, suddenly, I dropped my room key, and uh, I had to get down on the floor and pick it up. Our heads met, and uh, the other girl, by the way, was pushing the buttons of every floor, you know, because she was totally inebriated. Suddenly, without notice, the doors opened up and we were in the lobby and she was buns up and kneeling. I was a wheeling and a dealing. <laughs> yeah. And so I had to write it down, right? Memoirs. Those are some memoirs, aren't they? Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize for turning all the ladies on. Hi, this is Steven Tyler from Aerosmith and you won't want to miss a thing with ugly Phil. But you can help me uh, with a medical condition. Yes. I'm addicted to crossword puzzles. It's making me uh, seven across, an emotionally disruptive or unsettling condition. Uh, Eight letters. So I thought I'd ask for your noun, a proposal for an appropriate course of action. Seven letters, six down. Hello? You may find this a bit disturbing. He helped me. Go! Ugly Phil on Triple M, the rubber room.